Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. Father, we thank you one more time. We bless you. So are you. We can never thank you enough for all these great moves of God for our redemption. Your death, your burial, your resurrection. And as if that was not enough, you have given us pastors after your own heart to feed us with knowledge and understanding in these things that we will grow in grace in in the knowledge of our lord and savior jesus christ because this life has a meaning it has a purpose and you want us to live according to that purpose we thank you lord teach us with clarity cause us to know the life that you have brought us through Christ this miracle life and that we will leave it with distinction to the glory of God in Jesus name we pray Amen Amen and amen amen and amen amen let it be a uniform amen Amen. god bless you and you may be seated it's always a joy to meet you in in church i was glad when they said unto me let us go to the house of the lord even if you attend the funeral in church you'll be happy (laughs) <laughs> i mean the spirit is a quickening spirit so even in the midst of mourning and grief it's like you know we are so happy what a blessing amen amen romans chapter 6 the verse number 4 and five you, you you must ask yourself why has god given us the bible sometimes the last thing we do or the least the thing we give the least attention to is this volume called the scriptures because i want to preach somewhere this weekend and uh, I mean if you think you can dance those guys can dance and move everything (laughs) and uh, I think when they began the pastor sat down at first maybe he was trying to communicate to me that don't get up because this thing you can't but I have to flow along so I got up it wasn't easy (laughs) it wasn't easy but it was worth it 
mean, real hot praises. So I was just praying in my head that, Lord, when I start preaching, please let, let, the, let the heat be on. Because I don't know how to scream and do the gimmicks and the antics and the theatrics. I don't know it. I just have something to say. So along the line, I saw that, you know, people some few people were like they are like tired so i said i said i want you to listen to the message exactly the same way you were dancing amen amen that is what we must give our greatest energy to the listening of God's word. It's and if you think that is not a task, I mean you you don't you don't know what you are saying. Romans 6, verse 4. Therefore, we are buried um 6 4. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the father even so we say after me we also should walk in newness of life you see he's coming from somewhere what he's saying is that jesus died and he was buried now seeing and that was actually us jesus did not have to die it was we we needed to we had to die but he took our place all that jesus did was substitutionary he did it for us like isaiah keep saying he was wounded for our transgression or he was bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace you see the thing is us we were the one on trial we were the one crucified we were the one buried and just as you know paul argues somewhere in first corinthians 15 when you put a seed down that is not exactly how you see it when it germinates. If you put orange down, it will, it will not come out as a seed. It will come out as a plant. A newness, a new form. It is so he's saying, follow the spiritual logic and reality that this is what has happened to you and now Welcome to a newness of life. Then he says in verse 5, For if we have been planted together, you see, he's using an agricultural language. Planted together in the likeness of his death. Listen, God does not want to conceal anything from you. The best preacher is not the one who confuses people. Because 
I met somebody and he told me. Happily, he said, when you go to church where he was attending, he said, you don't understand what he's saying, but you see that you are happy. As I'm talking that that person's life, me, I don't understand it. The way his life has become, I can't decode it. Very complex. Where are you going with understanding? Without understanding. So we need to Where? Do you want to drive, sit in a public transport? Pious to the north. I don't know how many hours. And the driver says he doesn't know how to drive. One of the strength and the power of early Christians was that they understood exactly what was going on. Oh yes, they did. They understood Jesus. They understood his death. They understood his burial. They understood his resurrection. What do you understand? You say you are a Christian. Luke chapter 1. Look at Saint Paul. Luke Verse three. <laughs> That's Luke writing. Luke was a physician, and he wrote to a certain man, Luke, called Theophilus. Yeah, Theophilus. It seemed good to me also. You see, so he. There are many others. You say, I'm, I'm one. One of the understanders. <laughs> May you be one of those who understand. Oh, give me a good, lively amen. Yeah. When we all of us are going, then you are, you are part of it. Like but when we remove just one, one stick, it can sweep. That kind of thing. When we bring you up, you can't give a reason of the hope that you just sang about. That's no Christianity. You dance, but you don't understand. That is the problem. You jump, but you don't understand. You shout, but you don't understand. In this, our book here, called The Spirit-Filled Life, there is a line in it that says, if all our Christian and charismatic legacy is a people who know how to shout satan has won the day say you say you book more that will be we say near you to me and he said and i need to me and say yes yes and you know open some wedding could the purpose of preaching and the scripture is not that you know people will act charismatic then they'll stand up what a word yeah yeah then some of them the preacher removes his suit then the people remove their suit are you hearing what i'm saying that is not the goal you have to understand what is going on it's not the jamming, you know, just oh, every one line. Jesus is Lord. <laughs> uh, uh, somebody, God is taking you up. Get a lot of noise. Listen, how can you waste your time like that? What is the matter with you? Look at a Christian like you. 
You always want to measure Christianity according to the height and stature of the characters in the Bible. Without them, we don't know anything called Christianity. We call you a human being because there have been people like you. We, you, you, you are a quotation of them. We can make reference to you because you come from there. It seems good to me also. Having had perfect understanding, that is something else. His understanding is spot on, it's sharp, it's clear, no ambiguity, no doubt. Of all things, and the understanding is all things. <laughs> oh, look. look. Of all things, from the very first to write unto thee in order, most excellent Theophilos. So, he is claiming understanding. He understands what is going on. And we have to understand the Christian faith. Your faith is as strong as your understanding. Amen. Amen. And then strengthen the more by trials. So you understand it. It is what And then challenges come, it gets stronger and stronger and stronger. But when you don't understand trials come, that will be the end of the faith. So very beautiful, instructive scripture here. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, Romans 6 5, we shall be. He's talking about us. He has left Jesus. Now he's talking about us he's making a deduction he is unveiling really what this thing is about that it also concerns us therefore if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection amen amen Let's forget about science. Is it, is it not wonderful, a miracle like you put a seed down, then it grows? Yes. You know, science tried to explain things, but I put it to them that they can't explain everything. Okay, if we can even explain the process of the growth photosynthesis and what that where did the seed come from? You know, sometimes when children ask their parents, you know, where did I come from? Or that kind of, you know, the parents begin to struggle. <laughs> so like, what will I tell this small head? Our God is a miracle God. And the Christian faith is a miracle faith. I'm talking this moment about newness of life, miracle living. It's a miracle living. Christianity is not courtesy for boys and girls. It's not little, little drops of reformation in our lives. 
we are talking about something supernatural Christianity is not westernization American that's not Christianity that you sing some kind of songs doesn't mean you are a Christian oh, this is the song we sing English songs in our church Christianity is not singing English songs in your church it's not being a nice fellow they are very nice people I believe Nicodemus was a nice person there are people who walked to Jesus and told Jesus that you know what this law of Moses we have obeyed and they were not lying the rich young ruler was one even Paul the reason why he was hunting down Christians was because he thought that these people were in the wrong. Paul wrote about himself that concerning the law, blameless, and that that was a plus. Yet he was not a Christian. We are talking about something that is miraculous happening to you. And this is one of them, the message we are talking about today. Amen. Amen. Now, if you understand this, you will not struggle at the expectations of God upon your life. Sometimes, some of you even some of us you even try you want to avoid the pastor because like the pastor will tell you something that you don't want to hear that this thing is not for me as for pastor it's like something is wrong with me always coming to say listen the reason why you are behaving that way because you don't understand that it's a miracle life you are still living it according to your own mind it's like this is something i have to do have you seen a woman who has been pregnant all by herself except Mary have you seen one before so when you understand this it puts you to rest and then you can enjoy Christianity your attitude is let it happen to me all of me you love the thing you don't go against it the struggles come to an end because you are in the realm of the miraculous you, you have to read the bible to see the miracle nature of Christianity you have to, you have to read it from the statements of the apostles then you will know that this, this thing it's, it's a miracle. Ephesians chapter 1 from verse 18. Ephesians 1 18. The eyes of your understanding. You see the word there again? Understanding. Somebody say understanding. One more time, understanding. understanding. Right. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling Christianity is 
a hopeful call it's a call that comes with the promise to believe on christ in christ it has prospects great promise and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints there is something to share to those who believe on him <laughs> glory to God there is something to share amen, amen. sometimes we say you don't understand we are sharing things that's why we are, we are becoming the way we are becoming keep coming to the house of god and as we share you will become something now he says in verse 19 he's still saying that your understanding be enlightened that you may know what is the exceeding greatness of his power that is pointing to something miraculous now the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe that power is towards us who believe he exerts it towards us he 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 acts on us with that power and what is that power it is the power according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in christ verse 20 when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places what he's saying is that it is power that raised jesus christ what raised jesus christ that should not be a difficult thing for you i'm not saying that you are not strong but some of us we can't lift this thing some of us we can't carry cement amen amen because the power is not there to raise it up <laughs> some of us if we try to carry a dead body we will die with the body <laughs> but there was a power that raised up jesus from the dead that is miracle and he's saying it is that thing that is now working inside you so christianity is not something you get to a little corner somewhere and say me from today i will not do xyz from today that is not christianity that is just you allow the power to work in you Amen. Amen. Listen, we can enjoy this thing. See, I can enjoy it. Because some of us, we, it's like we were even happy before we became Christian. And now that we have become Christian, oh my goodness, what a pain. Sitting my somewhere, I was a very happy person. Now that I become a Christian, I'm more depressed. How did you get there? From today, you'll be joyful. You'll be restful. Amen. Amen. The Christian must understand that his life is no longer a natural life. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I'm giving you miracle orientation. This, there is a, something called newness of life it is the life that we now live it is a miracle life it is what 
you will be with say abrabo fufro say abrabo no and your police is here in centenary abrabo galatians 2 20 i am crucified with christ nevertheless i live yet not i i mean what are you talking about so abomini christo but christ defended me he said i have been erased it is Christ that now is alive. If I have to fetch water, it's Christ who is fetching it. <laughs> if I have to do some good, it's now Christ. And Christ can do good. He was anointed with the Holy Ghost, but he went about doing good. He does good. I can love my wife because it is Christ. The woman is married to Christ, my goodness. But every day you are looking at yourself. I don't know what's going on. I really want to make my wife happy, but I can't. You can't. You need a miracle life. Who here is sentient? Amen. Amen. Suddenly, because It's like darling. Oh yes, and I can multiply stories to you. Meet me at On the other side, sometimes is the woman. The man is used to insults. The day that is not insulted, it is a miracle. <laughs> then suddenly, this woman, she hears the word of God, and she's like, no, no, I can't live this way. Don't think the woman just reformed. But that's what I'm saying. That it is not something that it takes a long time. One of the characteristic of divine miracle is its instantaneous nature. Oh yes. It happens just it's a definite instantaneous occurrence experience how many months did it take for paul to change no he changed on the instant when he even came to the church they were suspecting him he said, hey, hey, listen we don't want lies but the man had changed the early church believed so much in this miracle life that when somebody says Jesus is Lord, immediately they carry him and baptize him in water. He doesn't have to go home and come. When you give birth, you will say that she is not a human being yet. Let me wait for three months. Is that what you say? It is a first sound you hear as a human being has come that is exactly how the faith is amen amen one of the things i want you to do for yourself 
by the grace of God is to awaken to the fact that something miraculous has happened to me. Touch yourself and say, something miraculous has happened to me. If you don't think that way and believe, you won't act that way. You will never live like Paul, but I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. No, it will still be you. When, when people insult you, then you start gathering words in your mind to release against them. You will not sleep waiting for your husband to come to tell him your mind. But when you have that miracle life, even when you are offended, you forgive. Praise God. Praise God. Even when you are under stress, you still maintain a composure you are still cool, calm, collected. It's a miracle life indeed. Amen. Amen. That a fornicator does not fornicate. It is not by might nor by power. It's a miracle life. Nobody is telling you to tighten your zip hard. It won't work. You have to believe that a miracle has taken place. The thing is here, not out. Something working on the inside. That's Christianity. Producing results on the outside. That's why we tell you to have quiet times, personal devotion. What, I, what is happening? You are nourishing the life inside. You are helping it to dominate you so you can be in control and live the miraculous and walk on water. You walk on insults, you walk on injuries, you walk on misunderstandings and scornings and rejections, mistreatment of people. You just have a walk over and they don't understand what kind of person is this and which na e was abribia no ye o kwai time adentra e kwani sa abrabona e wo mu no o ma na ahoden o ma na enkwa ai betimi atiafa enima edu so let anything wait in this world until you have spoken to God, you have read this word before you contact people you will live joyfully that way bibia en chain most of the stress and the tensions we go through is because we forfeit the advantage of the life within that God has given us, the miracle life, the Christ in us. Amen. Amen. If you have observed your life, see that all days are not the same for a Christian. The same thing that annoyed you yesterday. Tomorrow, you were laughing at it. You will be laughing at it. So what happened? Go and check what happened to you. Between you and God. There was some waiting on God. There was some devotion. There was a worship. It's important. You know, sometimes, you, you don't see these things in the Bible, but experienced Christians, they say those things. You have to respect older Christians. Don't act funny. It's like you are the one who has come. You are the latest guy in town. They say things like no breakfast, no Bible, no breakfast. Because they learn from explaining that this thing, eh, for us to love our wives and take care of our children, we have to start this way. 
It is if I don't take the Bible first, I may slap my wife. It is last week sunday i went i was somewhere last week some of us we want to see a woman who had lost the wife the husband the, 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 the woman told us the man died with an open Bible by his bedside. The woman told us, the picture was science He read it and he died. Amen. Amen. Wives here, the best thing you can do for your husband is not to be pushing her to buy the latest lace for you and dress for you. Look, if if God enters in power, you will buy more than that for you. Make sure that be concerned that your husband is 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 spiritual, it's is him. getting closer to God, or else you become something. It's One of the beautiful things I, I can see, I see about my wife, you know. When she she looks she, she dresses it's good to me it's nice but sometimes you will see that she is reading and she is gone you know I don't tell her but in my heart I'm like hey this is is something it's, it looks even like it's intimidating you are the pastor you better go and find something to do we must do that for each other do that for your spouse and do that for a brother or a sister amen amen so when it is like this you see that god is reasonable to expect certain things from our life because that is what he has made us it is a sign that he has given to us listen see me it only has to be a miracle for a christian to say now i am the temple of god how you it's a miracle one time i was traveling somewhere with somebody and then they showed me a very small one room building in some part of the country he said the people fear it and then they have drawn two swords and across wall somewhere i don't want to mention the name and then the man said this thing do you fear it i said how he said it can kill you when was the last time your house when was the last time your house killed somebody it has no miracle power are you following what i'm saying but when you become the temple of god that is a miracle that, listen see me <laughs> what we call the tabernacle the temple in jerusalem and then all the ark you are not supposed to be obsessed with those things that you are carried away and you are all you are thinking about is the lever the brazen altar uh, the holies of holies truth has come but 
What is the principle God wants to communicate? The miracle of his presence. Every Jew knew that there was something about the tabernacle so that anywhere in the world they are, they had a lot series of uh, captivity going into Ezra. They would direct the temple is not there, but they will face the direction of the temple and pray to God. In the days of Solomon, when they were dedicating it, the priest could not stand. That was not hysteria or emotion. The presence of God came down in literal smoke. That is not a five-star hotel. That is miracle. And then, when Jesus came, you know, <laughs> Jesus used to tell them, I will destroy this temple and build it in 10 days. That was one of the things, the reason why they killed him. He said, what? Can you be? And he said, you people, this thing that you were building, Mikra, I'm the one who told Moses to build it. Moses was faithful in all his house. But he who built the house has more armor than Moses. I am the one. Moses, God, I am that I am. Mia mini. He said, ah, you are not 50 years old. And you say you are older than Abraham. Just say, their mind was not working. No, Sorry for them. May your mind work. And then he said, I will destroy. And the Bible said he spoke about his body. Okay. Because there was going to be a transition from the shadow to the substance. Whereby the human body in the scheme of redemption will now become the carrier of God will become the temple the residence the castle of almighty God so now when that thing was completed and enacted on the cross when he said it he said it was finished now this is a good tabernacle amen there was a curtain like this in the temple. You know, let me use uh, a literal keyword so you understand it. Nyankumade. Nyankumade is not something negative per se. You know, sometimes in religion, there are some things that are hidden from the ordinary people. But in the New Testament, all things are open. Your amen is weak. But by now, it is open to all of us. Yeah. Amen. Amen. So they were doing Nyankumade. It was, I don't want to use that word because it will confuse some of us. But they were doing those religious rites, rites, practices. Burning incense, doing this, high priest, Caiaphas, and all these guys. Caiaphas, what is your horse? Because they are behind the veil. And to my day, you can cry 
Yes, high priest Nibo, high priest Nibo. Yadi mama ya beti kaka zuzwa mama yani mugoasi. Ah, thank God for Jesus. No, na kupasi ma Christo. Almost a chile yani kuma desa. Hey, isn't this one ak machane say jam? When the man said it is finished, temple transition. The body became the temple of the presence. Now listen. The presence was so powerful that when it left the temple, when it was traveling through town, because God was in town. Life was, it's in the Bible. When Jesus gave up the ghost, the saints came out of their grace, grave after his resurrection. You don't believe it, forget about Genesis chapter 1. And that you are going to heaven. You can't take some and leave some. When you open your Bible, we are faced with a miracle. We are faced with what? You will see supernatural things in your life. No ordinary life, brother. Anywhere the presence went, say, But the presence was looking for human beings to stay inside. So that should tell you, convince you, it's a miracle life. We have, you see, the things as 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 you as you come up and you look into the New Testament, you you take an overview, the the, the words, the descriptions of the children of God. They point to nothing but something miraculous. Paul said, don't you know, you see, that is, he, he has to help people. Don't you know that you are the temple of God? You have become more powerful than what was in Solomon's day, what was erected by Moses. You are more powerful than that. Then he says, You are temple of the Holy Ghost. Where has Christianity gone to? Christosum peche peche, very pale and anemic because the people don't know who they are. There are pastors who throw you out of their pulpit for saying that a Christian should not sin. How? Me myself, I'm into it. What are you talking about? I'm wearing a cassock, but I have a girlfriend. It's amazing. And yet they don't know that this is a miracle life. You are living in your natural quarters. And come back and come to the, 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 the miracle quarters. New creature. Look at that. That is a miracle expression. If any man be in Christ, he is a new. Something new has happened. Sons of God. Brother, that word sons of God is not, you know, a courteous way of describing sins or children of God, sons of God, you know. I, I, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, shall we receive honorable? So, shall we receive sons of no? It is a language of miracle, it's a language of power. 
iti onyame mana ya kanu enye nsembia ye kan edi tse nkofusu bise omudimu nemo enye nsencheni eni tumi ekasa it's a language of regeneration you have become what you were not eye kasabia e chese obeye adibia na onye partakers of the divine nature what are you talking about onyame sunafedi abenye muchefa that is a language of the miraculous Hairs of God is <laughs> miracle. What is the hair of God? Abraham, come here. Abraham, lift your eyes. Anything you see, I'll give it to you. Ah, ah. Lord, somebody's house is there. I say anything you see. A certain nation is here. They are called Canaan. I said anything you see. You have now become a hair of God. And the earth is the loss and the fullness thereof. So there are giants, he will clear it for you. There are nations, he will subdue them. There is a rest, he will divide it. Because a miracle is taking place. Then he says, You are not here alone. Why? This thing is a joint here with Christ. You reign exactly as Christ reigns. It's a miracle. From this service, I'm sending you out as miracle ambassadors to your world. Say after me, I'm a miracle ambassador. Do you think that the high commissioner of say United States in Ghana? He will live like somebody in your village. I mean, there are places in Ghana when you enter, you wonder, is it part of Ghana? He has brought his temperature when it is winter in US, it is winter in his room. I'm telling you. The same thing we are drinking. No Milo is drinking it here. The same even car, car, the brand. He will never use a car from Germany. Or or from Korea. Germany. He uses his a car from his homeland. Why? Because he's an ambassador from that place. You are God's ambassador in this place. In our kingdom, listen, in our kingdom, we have escaped the corruption that is in the world through last. We any debate. I can't I can't take somebody's wife. I can't just take advantage of a girl walking around. No, no, no. I am dignified. I am more. I, I am. I am. I am honored than that. I am beyond, and it's a miracle. It is war. Ya hini emuno. Ya journey every. Proya every akono muno. Ewo biasinemu. Ya free mu. It means job. It means job. It means emu ejamai. If you say no enemies, Amen. Amen. You see, we have to enlarge our mind when we have come to see miracle as only things that happen to our pockets and body so i am sick a cop nami wo to me and how can say me but to marry and nami yen sense ni bia mami oh nami yen sense ni nyankopon 
onto a ye yinyo manu na edaso and obey 10 minutes na asore no everybody because of somebody's testimony oh i'm looking for a child we have got it then we bring the child men's fellowship will come and dance women fellowship will come and youth fellowship now we are not daughters are to us miracles we can't go listen when you take a word okay in english this the english madams who are here okay said first meaning number one number two where did the second meaning is different from the branch your branchy everywhere. Miracles are exactly like that. We are used to just a dimension of miracles. Obiatiashi, miracle. Neniefaneniate, miracle. A miracle, pa. But there is a miracle life. In fact, I will contend that that is the greatest. In the Bible, our epistles, all right, epistles, they are the letters in the New Testament from Romans to Jude, maybe Revelation. These epistles, they are not chronicles of miracles, signs, and wonders. Hey, okay, statement. Now, Bible says statement, a man full of faith and power. And he did great science wonders among the people. Now we begin to say, what kind of miracles? God did special miracles by the hands of Paul. But Paul and Yadia to I'm writing to the Romans, to the Corinthians, chapter one, I dance here. Chapter two, I dance here. Obi and Michelle, I don't know if they're with two man, and I will be with us in the night track and a buyer. They forgot about it. Their major, their concern, their obsession, apostolic obsession was the miracle life that has come. The life, the divine exchange, that the life of God becomes the life of man. That was their emphasis. So you hear a man like John saying, Beloved, now are we the sons of God? He is contending for the divine life. Peter was privy to it. He said, We have escaped the corruption that is in the world through last. Not sickness, forget about that. It's too lightweight. Not, not poverty, forget about that one. But we have escaped the corruption that is in the world through last, and we have become partakers of. Of the divine nature, miracle life. James, James. he has begotten us. He has be- James 1.18 of his own will begot us with the word of truth. Miracle life. Miracle life. Miracle life me here on Mutain and a Mibutum Yadi. Send a senior old don't we yere, wo pa, wo pata party so. You see a woman like a punching bag. Pussy Debbie, miracle life has now come. Husbands, love your wives. I said, Rabbah, for an abba, a Kunumun no more yere. Would neighbor to say, while Landy won't suck pine. Now, bo yere, now he becomes a soft with Jamio. 
Hey. So for any, so for for any two ready anymore, they are here. It's amazing. Miracle life. One of the confusion is just recently I read about somebody. Or say my husband is a deacon. Or preach what church and nature them. So be fair, nature them feel. My many kaya to the point was my job, man. Sure, we are miracle. Ube when a deacon jina ho if you don't pay bo. Pika, pika. Hey, deacon pika. Deacon chai se wuna uti. Pika eva. May all of us live miracle lives. Miracle lives. Miracle lives. Miracle lives. Catch the wukunu se mi nyasa miracle we chance we jume koso. We jume ne koso no crowd in same bebe fi. This miracle life a mau do nipa. Next week I'm going to talk about the the description. The 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 description of that life. Then I will talk to you about the demonstration of that life. And then I will talk to you about the destination of that life. Because it's going somewhere. It's a life to somewhere. Life has a purpose. And part of purpose is not just the process, but also the end, the me, the, the, the coming to a conclusion. But in the meantime, celebrate that you have a miracle life. A new life. Always remind yourself that I'm not the old me. I'm crucified with Christ. The flesh is crucified. Anger is crucified. Last of the flesh, they are crucified. They that are Christ have crucified the world, and it's last thereof. Pride, pride, oh no, is crucified. Jesus is meek and lonely. I don't know how to be proud again. I forgot the first word, the first letter of pride. Miracle life. Like hey, you are so and so, and you are still down to earth. Hey, I am even more than down to earth. I'm down to the feet of Jesus Christ. Life. How many of you want that miracle? Be on your feet. Sorry, Jesus has risen for us to have a miracle life. Newness of life. <laughs> You know what I like about, like I was teaching on Wednesday, about this thing is that when you put this thing to anything, it changes it. So you have a man, then you bring that life to the man, new life to the man, he becomes a new man. Give me a wife. Very whatever. Bring that life. The woman become a new woman. Just bring the life. 
Who can't pipe over when it's our life? The problem, no. Yeah. New life will never come from prayer meetings to come and fight with husband. You want to kill all those who don't like you and kill your husband on top. What is the matter with you? Oh, when will people grow and make Christianity beautiful? Christosum effect, a beautiful faith. Confusion be any home, a orderly place. The fragrance is awesome. The order, the structure, the music. And Jesus does not think that this life is only for heaven. Yes, you wouldn't have said, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That means the life in heaven, let it be on earth. For, for your information, Jesus was acting exactly like his father. When he was on earth. He forgave those who wronged him. Miracle life. Apart from the definite miracles he did, like healing and all of that. His life of no offense, meekness, lowliness is a reflection of God. The God who loves children, he doesn't commit abortion. He said, bring the children to me for just the kingdom of God. That's God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. And that's why we take us to heaven finally. If your blind eyes get open but you don't get there, it's a waste of divine power on your behalf. That miracle took you nowhere. Lift your hands to the Lord. Yes, Lord, I give you praise. Come on, thank him and worship him. Give him praise and tell him that let this miracle life well up in me. Let it well up in me. Newness of life. Miracle living. Oh, let it well up in me. Let it well up in me. Let it rise. As we pray, as we as as we we lift our hands in prayer, it is rising. It is rising. Come on, let it rise. Let it rise. It must rise to affect your language. It must rise. He does not condemn you for the past. It let it rise to affect your speech. 
Let it rise to affect your walk. Let it rise to affect your relationships. Miracle life. Miracle living. Let it rise. Until your husband can feel it. Until your wife can feel it. Until your children can feel it. Until your workers can feel it. Until your police can see it. Let it rise. Come on, let it rise. Pray and let this new life rise in you. Let it rise in your spirit. Let it rise in your soul. Let it rise in your body. The life that now I live is no longer I that live it, but Christ that liveth in me. Yes, Lord, in me, in me. Jesus is alive in me. It is no longer I that live it, but Christ that liveth in me. There is a miracle life. There is a miracle life. Dive into it. I will allow that miracle life to overflow through you. Let it overflow. Let it overflow. It's a life of joy. It's a life of peace. It's a life of righteousness. For the kingdom of God, the life of this kingdom is righteousness, is peace, is joy in the Holy Ghost. Allow this life to tip over you. Allow yourself for the life to overflow, to flood through you. In the name of Jesus. Father, there is a cry in our hearts for your life to well up in us. Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of this life. It's a miracle life. It's a miracle life. I will live the miracle life. I will not live under the fossils of the elements of this world anymore. I will not be subject to, to, to the flesh anymore. For I am crucified with Christ. If you saw nevertheless I live. Yet not I. But Christ delivered me. Oh, I thank you for this miracle living. I thank you for this newness of life. Father, I thank you. I thought that I should exert myself and do something by myself. But no, it is you working in me. To will and to do your good pleasure. I can love people. I can care for others like you care for them. I can endure the, the, the contradictions of people, their insults, their misunderstanding of my good intentions. I can endure it. It's a miracle life just like you thank you Holy Spirit in Jesus name hallelujah hallelujah and the life that now I live no longer is my own Jesus lives in me the hope of glory and each day I live 
no longer is my own. Something string plays. Jesus lives in me, the hope of glory. And the life that I now live. And the life that now I live. No longer is my own. No longer is my own. Jesus lives in me. Jesus lives in me, the hope of glory. And each day I live, and each day I live, no longer is my own, no longer is my own. Jesus lives in me, the hope of glory. Jesus lives in me. The hope of glory. Jesus lives within me. The hope of glory. Sing it until everything within you understands. Jesus lives in me. The hope of glory. Oh, Jesus lives in me. The hope of glory. God bless you. you. May be seated. Father, we thank you. Listen. It is Christianity misunderstood. That for people to know you are a Christian, as you leave this place, we have to carry all this sound system to follow you. So that worship will continue. Everybody will know that this is a Christian going. Choir is following him. Somebody is playing guitar. I just say, "San Chini, I hold this mic that I'm a Christian. This mic can, can be used by worldly artists and all kinds of people. David Livingston was a missionary. David Livingston, no, a missionary in in South Africa. South Africa. One of the governors those days in the colonial era came to visit him. The man said, if he has stayed longer with him, Livingston never said anything to him about Christ. If he has stayed longer with him, he would have become a Christian. That's what he said. A man was on a ship, true story, with his family, going for holidays. They were having Bible discussions and telling the, 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 the child, that this is how Jesus is. That's how Jesus is. That's how, and they used to mingle a ship. It's big, you know, like story buildings on it, kind of whatever. People are on it, meeting. They come out, like shopping mall, this, that. And there was one particular man. The boy had taken notice of. He said, good people really like children in a good way. They don't harm them. One of the tests of a good spirit it's when children are at home with you. Not with any bad intention. At the point, the child stopped the father and said, I have seen Jesus. He's on the ship. Father, I'll go and bring him to you. He's on. Mr. Wesley, John Wesley himself, he was a confused person trying to know who a Christian is. He was on a ship from England to Georgia in the U.S. as a missionary. He was not born again, but he was trying to do something for God. Out of a sense of duty. It's like he and his team of the Holy Club, his brother and others, 
they will fast twice in a, in, 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 a, in a week. They will visit sick people. They were doing strenuous things just to have acceptance with God. But he, so he, was, not, he was still struggling. On the ship, he met this group of people called the Moravians, headed by Zizendorf. Next week, Sunday, we are launching Zizendorf Missions Conference. 120 days to it. On the ship, John Wesley saw Jesus. When the storm hit, these people were calm. You know, people were living like brutes in those days. They are very raw. The culture was as evil as the times. And of course, man has not changed. It's still evil now. Somebody could meet you on the ship and intentionally hit you. He's drunk. You will hit these Moravian guys. They will fall down. They won't say anything and they will continue. Why others, if you hit them, they will fight. They will, everybody will know that the captain must come. John Wesley saw them and said, No, something is wrong. I think I found this thing. This is, this is authentic. May your Christianity be authentic. That was when Wesley became Wesley. He went to visit them later on. He went to Germany, Henhart, went to see them. He went to see Zizendorf himself, spoke with him. That is our power of attraction. Who cares about somebody making scream and barking like a dog here, but he doesn't have the life? That's Christianity. It can still believe in our quietness and silence. I'm not saying we should not open our mouth to speak, that would not be right. We must preach, proclaim herald the gospel announce it but not against our lives newness of life may your life add to these testimonies oh i say may your life add to these testimonies newness of you let me end this with end with this my pastor who is now over 80 years my, my pastor in my former church. He was sitting in a plane, first class. A man was sitting beside him. You know, some people, you, they like talking. My child is here. Where's your child? All kinds of talking. I have a certain funeral. I will wear this one. What will you wear? The man said, Abba. They spoke and spoke and spoke. Then inside the point, he said, What is your name? I've said everything about myself. You don't see much. Then he mentioned his name. He said, what? Are you the brother or you are the one? He said, I'm the one. Then he stood up in the plane. He said, everybody, this man, thank him for me. He was a big businessman in his country. Importing electrical equipment. And his accountant too was a big thief. I mean, some people, they are so rich that even when they steal, you can't see. So the guy has been stealing, but he doesn't see. Then this man came to church. Somebody invited him. That's why he must invite people. And he heard the gospel. As for gospel, he changes lives. But you sit in church, you are not changed. Brother, it's not gospel you are hearing. He said the man returned all the money he stole. Literally. He returned all the money. 
and he said it to everybody. You know, that testimony is more powerful than somebody standing in church. It is in a plane. May you receive testimonies to the glory of God in strange places. He got his contact, everything. I'll come and look for you. You are a good man. New life, it even helps companies. It helps nation growth. This gospel is not disjointed. It's not something we preach somewhere. It has no relevance. We are just noisy, you know, Pentecostal, charismatic, whatever you call them. No. God, it is God's wealth. This is how He wants it to be run. Or else we will destroy everything. Recently, I was reading a book. A book by Bishop Charles Adonasari on, on leadership. When you got to a chapter on integrity, he quoted my pastor. He wrote a whole chapter about half of the chapter. You could go to a bank in their country and all you say is I'm from this church and they will give you a loan. What the Christianity? What do we have now? How many people are going to perpetuate corruption in our country from Monday till we come back next Sunday again? From big people to ordinary people like you. And they said they're in church. Do we understand Christianity? And we are carrying on as usual as if nothing is going on. No. By the grace of God, our calling as a church is to blow the whistle and to say, no, this thing can't continue as usual. Oh, your amen is weak. It cannot. There must be Christianity on the land. You fix your car, you fix your hair, you fix your body. Why can't you fix your faith? Huh? May God raise men here that will be agents of the revival of the newness of life. And may you be one of them. In Jesus' name. Give me a good amen. And put your hands together for the Lord. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI Page Today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.